to feel better with me, Ruth Kutzee. How You Feel Better is an inside job and we're going to be delving into ways that you can enhance the way that you feel about yourself and lead a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm Ruth Kutzee, a Master Certified Coach, best-selling author and coach trainer and I'm delighted to have you here. do some people seem to be more successful than others? Now, I'm going to be a little controversial here. I don't think that you need to have success habits to be successful. There are many people that I know who make ridiculous amounts of money, both working in businesses and in employed roles, and they do minimal work on themselves. And there are people I know who spend hours, days, months, years really doing the work on themselves, but don't actually ever achieve the success they desire. Here's the thing. I think that these things can help us to feel better. They can help us to increase our self-confidence and our self-belief. They can reduce our stress levels. They can mean that we're healthier and they can mean that we live more balanced and happier lives. And for me, that is success. So yes, this might not give you financial riches. It might not give you the CEO role in the company, but it will make you feel better. I believe whoever we are, if we feel better about ourselves, if we feel more confident, if we have higher self-belief, we're a nicer person to be around and we're living a life that's more aligned. Because how much of our time do we spend in our head worried about things that maybe may happen or about people who might not like us? It's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm saying that with love because I am not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, in 2022, I nearly walked away from my business because there were things that were happening that were making me really unwell. It was actually quite fitting that I was writing my book and really going into those things that I knew that would make me feel better, those success habits. So we're going to be diving a little bit more into morning routines in the next episode. Right now, I'm talking about the things that we know are going to make us feel better. And there is one thing that is, it's the biggest determinant actually of your performance at work. I met a guy on the beach in Barbados a couple of years ago and we were talking about this, but not many people talk about it. And it's sleep. The quality and quantity of sleep that we get has the biggest impact on our cognitive abilities, on our abilities to think and make decisions and problem solve than anything else. And we know that issues with sleep are often symptomatic of stress or health issues. So it's probably not surprising that sleep has such an impact. And do you know one way that we can improve the quality of our sleep? By practicing gratitude. Because gratitude reduces our stress levels. And that, I hypothesize, is the reason that it helps improve our sleep. 
a very simple success habit that you can have is practicing gratitude. Now, this goes hand in hand with another habit I'm going to be talking about, which is journaling. And I think that we can often be put off by the thought of journaling because it feels like something quite big. But we can do it really simply. This five minute or six minute journal is a great tool. I've just got the diary from Stephen Bartlett, which I really like. But you don't need a fancy book. You can just get a regular book and in the morning, set an intention for the day. At the end of the day, reflect on three things you're grateful for. Keep it simple. Make it a non-negotiable. The smaller micro commitment that you can make to yourself by doing that, you're going to start to see the compound effect. You're going to start to see how that's working. So journaling and gratitude together doesn't need to be hard. The intention can link into that goal that you're wanting to make sticky and the gratitude is helping you to build new neural pathways in your brain, experience more pleasure, experience more positive emotion, and will reduce your levels of stress. It's a really simple first thing. The second thing, go outside. Go away from your desk and get outside. 20, 30 minutes a day, ideally be in green space and nature. It has massive impacts for you cognitively and physically. You don't need to be running a marathon. Go for a walk. But having that time in nature will impact how you think and feel. Third thing, drink enough water. Hydrate your brain. Enable yourself to be well-oiled. Again, buy yourself a nice water bottle if you want. If not, just have water uh, on your desk. And I remember Brendan Bouchard saying, if you're drinking enough water, you're going to be taking breaks. And that that did make me laugh because I was like, yeah, you are. And actually, it's a great reminder that when you're drinking water, okay, I'm having a break now because I need to go to the bathroom. But actually, what can I do in my break to make that break a little bit more purposeful and a bit longer? Because most of us, our concentration, we can't focus for longer than 45, 50 minutes. So giving yourself little breaks where you're able to recalibrate and reset will enable you to be more focused and it will make you feel better. Sitting down all day is not good for us. In fact, I've read that sitting down could be one of the biggest causes of health issues and cognitive issues going into the next few decades. So take a break, do something different, go for a mini walk, do some stretches, Stand on one leg, it's amazing for you. But actually start to be intentional with how you use your time. You don't have to be a lawyer tracking every six minutes, but for most of us, actually tracking our time can be really useful because then we're starting to think about, okay, where are we actually spending our time and where are we getting dividends from that? Having structure liberates. Understanding and planning your week so you know what you're doing when, and you're putting in your exercise, your time outside, you're scheduling for your mini breaks, you're taking more control, like actually back-to-back meetings is not good for me cognitively. Can we do it 10, 15 minutes later? You're starting to take ownership and create boundaries. And these are success habits. Really allowing yourself to 
look at, right, what does my perfect week look like? What can I control in here? And how can I create the conditions where I'm closer to this? So journaling to help you with sleep as well. Obviously, you can create all of the environment in your room to encourage sleep too. It's not my area of expertise, but we know there's loads you can look at that. Blackout blinds, all of that kind of thing, not having technology in the room, having some kind of wind down. Then you're thinking about, okay, being intentional with your time, taking breaks, drinking water, going outside, making sure that what you're doing, is this helping me to achieve that goal I really want to achieve? Asking yourself, how is this helping me move towards the place that I want to be? How is this helping me grow as a person I need want to grow into? And then really, it is about commitment. I am a big believer in small micro habits and starting to integrate these into our days. So starting with the journal, the gratitude, the water, the being outside, and not thinking that you have to do massive changes. Look at the way that you're already living your life. Could that walk outside? Could that be a commute? If you're working from home, could that be your lunch break? How can you integrate the breaks? Can you maybe have shorter calls? So within your hour, your call's 50 minutes, so you've got that 10-minute natural break. And really thinking about what are these small things that are going to allow me to have more headspace, that are going to allow me cognitively to be at my best, and that are going to mean that I'm supporting my well-being. These are some suggestions for you. So I'd love to know what you do in order to feel in control and in order to get more done in a way that feels congruent and aligned. Those were my success habits. And next time, I'll be talking about morning routines and what you can reflect and consider for you. I hope you found this useful. I hope that you've got some practical things that you can take away so that you can feel better. If you have enjoyed this episode or if you've got any feedback at all for me, hop on over to Insta, find me at Ruth Kidsey and drop me a message. I will be delighted to talk to you. Take care.